0: Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity
1: planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Welcome everybody to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. This is Tiny, sitting across from me is John Long. Hello. And we hope everyone has had a good week. And now we're going to talk about some odd news. Recording right. on time this week. How about that in our normal slot? <laughs> that's right.
0: Yeah, that's great. Feels good. It does. Yeah, we're uh, we're getting back to the new normal. <laughs> How was your week? It was fine, um, fairly uneventful. Nothing major happened. So okay. Other than I got some new dress clothes I was just telling you about <laughs> to wear to work, but now I got to iron all of them, and I thought they were all like easy care type stuff. So. I'm about to have to go home and iron everything.
1: Let's appeal to the audience one more time. Do they still make downy wrinkle release? I don't know. This could be easily fixed with a Google search, but we would rather ask y'all. Well,
0: here's what (laughs) prompted getting new clothes is the other day I had on a shirt, like I was sitting on the couch. I'd gotten home from work, wore it to work. And Dieter was on her phone, pulled up her Facebook memories and there was like, a memory from 13 years ago where I had that same shirt on.
1: <laughs> That's what prompted it.
0: She was like, hey, we need to get you some new shirts. You've been wearing the same stuff for forever. So I was like, okay, let's go shopping. Hmm. And now I got to do a bunch of ironing. I t- tried to get her to do it. She's like, I don't really like to iron. <laughs> well, why don't you just
1: keep wearing the old clothes then? That will eventually be what happens. <laughs> The reason I'm wearing these same old clothes is because the new stuff apparently has to be ironed and the old stuff didn't.
0: I would really like it if that wrinkle spray existed and worked better than it did in college. Right. You know, like if we've made updates to the chemical, we've added some other chemical in there, probably will give me cancer or something. (laughs)
1: Why don't we just wear clothes with wrinkles in it? It doesn't look nice. But I that's like an opinion. That's like your opinion, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it looks good to be pressed and like if I if I had the money, like I'm not rich. If mm-hmm. I was rich rich, yeah. I would have enough clothes to wear that I could take a set to the dry cleaners every week and just pick those up and just swap them out, you know? Like if, have a rotation.
1: If I was rich rich, yeah. I would buy clothes. I would wear them one time, and then they'd go to Goodwill. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, the two things when you know that I've made it in life is I will pay someone to do my lawn care, yeah, like mow my grass and everything, and I'll be taking my clothes to the dry cleaner. <laughs>
1: How much are you willing to pay for lawn care?
0: (laughs) $10 a cut. That yard's small, you know. Done. If you do, I'll throw in an extra five if you hit the hedges. You got it. Okay. You got it, boss. (laughs) All right. Now, look, we expect good work, okay?
1: I I give nothing but good work. All right. Uh, Are you licensed and bonded? Of course. Before I let you own my property. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay.
0: <laughs> Insured all that good stuff. Quick Google search. What is licensed <laughs> and
1: bonded mean?
0: <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't justify paying somebody else to do it when I have kids and myself. Right. right? So
1: But your kids hate doing it.
0: Yeah, my kids hate doing anything. <laughs> I have the laziest kids in the world. What's crazy is like Hudson can go Like Hudson worked at summer camp all summer long, right? Mm -hmm. Had to be up and at him at like six AM every morning, down, walk like half a mile the parade field, you know, all that good stuff. That was his beginning of every day. He did it on his own, you Mm -hmm. know, like no adult to help him. And I can't get him out of bed. Like I had to fight him this morning just to get him up to get dressed for church in time.
1: Why is that? I don't know. Cause I remember when I was a kid, like my parents would ask me to do something. And I think I would forget to do it 15 times yeah. before they finally like wrote a note and safety pinned it to my shirt. Sure. And then I would remember to do whatever it was they were begging me to do. <laughs> but now if somebody else... Like some, you know, someone I went to church with. Hey, can you do such and such for me? Yeah. Oh man, drop of a hat. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) Well, that was the thing. Like this morning, I knocked on his door. I was like, "Hey, man, we're leaving in fifteen minutes." He's Mm -hmm.
1: like, "I I don't think I
0: can get ready in fifteen minutes." I was like, "That's why I woke you up forty-five minutes ago." (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, what else could I do? I was like, "So you're gonna have to hurry and get ready." your hair may not be as fluffy as usual.
1: <laughs> he does have some fluffy hair. He
0: loves his hair. <laughs> Man. He is uh, very concerned about his appearance. I, we bought him. All right, full disclosure, I got some shirts at the thrift store or at the uh, consignment store, which is just a fancy neighborhood thrift <laughs> store, right?
1: I, I think that uh consignment store is almost the same thing. Yeah. That's just somewhere like white middle-aged women can sure. shop and like feel right. okay about it. No, I
0: saw a million like... uh North River Yacht Club windbreakers and t shirts <laughs> in there. I was like, all right, I'm in the right spot. <laughs> Not rich enough to buy this new, but I could get it used. Yeah. Right. Oh, man. What was I saying about that? I was, I was, Something uh, about your
1: clothes came from the consignment shop. Yeah. And uh, Hudson likes his fluffy hair.
0: Oh, yeah. So I found a shirt there and I was like, oh, this is a cool shirt. He would like this shirt. We bought it for him. I got home and showed it to him. He was like, this is really not my style, Dad. <laughs> I was like, "It's a short sleeve button up. That's what you wear every day." Yeah, but I just don't really like the the pattern on it. And I was like, "It's just a checkered shirt, you know. It's like mm-hmm. something you could wear to church instead of like a Hawaiian shirt with pink flamingos on it, you know." <laughs> like, I get it's not like super wild, but this is in your realm, right? You know? uh, he was like, oh, "I don't really think I'm going to ever wear it." I was huh. like, "Oh, dude, you're ungrateful." I bought it I, at the thrift store. I can't take it back.
1: I went through a phase in my early 20s where I wanted t shirts of local places. Okay. Didn't have to be a place like local to me. Yeah. Just something that I or nobody else had ever heard of. Okay. Like, you know, some church you know, like softball Sam, team from okay. South Carolina, like just <laughs> super obscure, you know?
0: Okay. That's wild. <laughs> How did that work out? It worked out great. Sure, you were like wearing a a lady tigers Greenville, South Carolina.
1: No, I never had one of those. But That'd like be if it awesome. was like uh, okay, like for instance, like LBs in Fayette. Sure, didn't have an LB shirt, but imagine some greasy spoon diner right in Louisiana that yeah. you've never heard of that's got like their landline phone number on the back. Like printed on the back. I know exactly. Yeah, just something like that. Like a boar's butt shirt. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I would just be going through the rack at like a thrift store. Yeah. And be like, oh, this fits me. Yeah. I can wear Ray's lawn care (laughs) in El Paso. (laughs) Do you know if the boar's butt is still open or not? I have no idea. Dude, (laughs) remember, I'm a... I'm exiled from Fayette County. true, oh, sure you can't go, go, go back. back.
0: Well, technically, it's in Marion. It's in Winfield. So that's Marion okay. County. Yeah, yeah. I just I'll, have to go I'll around that way to get up there. <laughs> you have to go through Pickens and Lamar
1: County. Yeah, come up
0: through Vernon. <laughs> That's a little local. Yeah. Uh Chris is the only person who understood <laughs> any of that last like, 45 <laughs> seconds. Boar's, blood, Boar's butt was great. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. That was a date spot me and day ago. We did Absolutely. it up. Yeah. Get a nice That's little barbecue meal. Oh, we yeah. had
1: our... uh like our graduating dinner, whatever they call that. You graduate high school, your class goes to some dinner. Oh,
0: I don't. Oh, yeah. I think that's just called we called it a senior dinner. I think.
1: Oh, well, we had our senior yeah. dinner at Boar's Butt. Man, we had ours in the lunchroom. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's perfect for our class. Yeah. We better talk about news.
1: We better do it. What you got this week?
0: Uh, let's see. We're going to talk about super pigs from Canada, a Florida woman. It's a follow-up story, I believe, oh, on a nice. Florida woman. And then uh, we're going to talk about a thief who got
1: injured. Okay. I have a story about the light bill for a Massachusetts school. I have a story about echidnas and how they keep cool. And then I've got a story about egg prices. Okay. are you? Do you eat eggs? Are you familiar I love with eggs. these crazy egg prices?
0: Yeah, the egg prices are up. Not all of them. Like we bought a dozen the other day, and it was four bucks, like four sixty nine or something.
1: Mm-hmm. They weren't the super large ones, but I remember once upon a time, and this was low even for Aldi. But every now and again, Aldi, for whatever reason, would get in this huge truck of eggs, and they would have them for like twenty five cents a dozen. Wow. Yeah.
0: Huh. I'm before the CIA took out all the chicken plants. <laughs> right. They
1: did it. That's right. <clears throat> Everybody knows that. at least really, there was a bird flu too. Right. I mean, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole too far, but back in the spring, yeah. I don't know if you heard this. I was hearing about like the food shortages. Oh yeah,
0: they were coming.
1: And you was you weren't going you wasn't going to be able to get a Loaf of bread come right. December. Yes, you know, and so you right. needed to like stock up now. That's exactly right. They were right about the egg prices. <laughs> <laughs> they nailed that one. <laughs> they got that one right. Yeah, we. I haven't seen the shortages yet mm-hmm. for food. I mean, we've seen the cost go up, but we've yeah. seen the cost go up on everything. Right, but uh, it's apparently not like, that's just uh, what happens when you print trillions of dollars and just give it out to folks and large go portions of it to sure. Ukraine. What, well. What could go wrong? Uh yeah, I'm just saying like
0: it was not like the toilet paper shortage. just back in the at the beginning right. of the pandemic or no, whatever. No.
1: Where we were almost forced to like But hey, they say they're still coming. They may be. And it's because uh Bill Gates is buying up all the farmland and burning it down. Oh, is that what he's doing? He is buying up a lot of farmland, but okay. the conspiracy I heard is he was paying farmers not to farm. Oh, okay. So like lower global population numbers. Sure, that makes perfect sense. (laughs) Anyway, this story comes from the BBC. As egg prices rise, so do seizures at the U.S. border. They're smuggling eggs. (laughs) They are. Trump told y'all to build a wall. (laughs) Well, it's a good thing it's not there now. (laughs) Now, let me tell you what, Tony.
0: Right now, we're we're about to do an article not on guns, not on fentanyl. (laughs) Yes. Not all heroin, methamphetamines coming across the border. Eggs.
1: 2023.
0: Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I don't want
1: you to worry about any of that other stuff. The article starts off, how do you like your eggs? Whatever your preference, avoid the ones smuggled across the border. Which. I'll eat a smuggled egg. (laughs) I am not afraid. I I prefer my eggs smuggled. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) When they ask me at the Waffle House, how do you like your eggs? I say, (laughs) Smuggled smuggled from Mexico, please. Smuggled. Covered and chunked, <laughs> you know. Uh, the for, there wasn't for the for a while. Wasn't the wall going to be like a fence, yeah, like I a metal so. structure? Yeah, you could still get eggs through that. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a while. Yeah, it's, it, it makes time. it more difficult, <laughs> right?
0: them through the little <laughs> chain link, yeah. <laughs> you just hold the chicken up <laughs> to the hole. Yeah. yeah. You gotta be labor-intensive <laughs> here.
1: What you do is you get a catapult, right? <laughs> sure. And you catapult the eggs over the fence and then they land on a giant crate of my pillows. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mike Liddell's <laughs> yeah. real money comes from the, cart- the egg cartels.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: the and egg cartels. He's got some
1: connections. So. Oh yeah.
0: yeah, He he hey, used to be, be in with that. them, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Shoot, yeah. That may be
0: it. <laughs> I was thinking they were laying like in a big frying pan. Yes,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's cool too. You're if you're me. if you're just ready to just eat them yeah. right there on the spot. Oh yeah, you're like the great street omelets of El Paso. <laughs> Attempts to smuggle eggs from Mexico or Canada can result in fines up to ten thousand oh, dollars. Officials that's
0: a, warned. chump change of the cartel." <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is what we're like spending money to sure to put down on right. to, to stop. Yes, smuggled eggs, eggs. <laughs> and yet soaring egg prices in the U.S. have tempted many to cross the border where they can be bought for half the price, and then bring back the delicate cargo. Seizures at Border Post have spiked by more than 100%. Wow. So I'm, well, now hold on. Does that mean like before there was one dozen smuggled yeah, right. and now there's two? Yeah. <laughs> I call some grandma coming <laughs> back with some eggs. US egg prices were up 60% in December compared to the previous year between October 1st and December 31st alone. Mm. Egg and poultry seizures rose 108%, according to the Department of Agriculture statistics. Earlier this week, Jennifer DeLao, the Director of Customs and Border Protection San Diego Field Operations, tweeted that her office recently noticed an increase in the number of eggs intercepted at our ports of entry. For some local residents, attempts to purchase eggs in Mexico came as no surprise. A local affiliate of the BBC's U.S. partner CBS reported that a carton of a dozen eggs cost nearly $8 at some mini markets in border communities compared to less than $3 across the border in Tijuana. Okay. Well, I'd just be going over to Tijuana and buying (laughs) eggs. I mean, yeah, me too. I
0: heard some guy got arrested with just a chicken. They said it was a precursor element.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A border report, a website which focuses on the U.S.-Mexico border, reported a similar trend along the border between El Paso, Texas, where eggs often cost about $6, In Ciudad Juarez, Mexico, where a carton of eggs cost approximately $3.40. Yeah. My advice is don't bring them over. CBP Super Advisory Agricultural Specialist Charles Payne was quoted as saying, if you fail to declare them or try to smuggle them, you face uh, civil penalties. According to Mr. Payne, the high fines of up to $10,000 are reserved for illegal commercial shipments, Individuals face civil fines of approximately three hundred dollars, and those who declare their eggs may avoid fines altogether. Although the eggs will be seized and ultimately destroyed. Wow! I wonder do they like throw them. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. Uh, that's like
0: a border service person. He takes home a free dozen eggs at the end of the day.
1: <laughs> the advantage of declaring it is. We will pick it up with no penalty issued. If you fail to declare it or if you attempt to smuggle it, there's going to be a penalty, Mr. Payne told Border Report. It is unclear how many of the egg seizures stemmed from attempted illegal commercial shipments compared to attempts by individual customers. The U.S. government's Consumer Price Index shows that nationally, the price of a dozen large eggs stood at $1.93 in January of 2022 compared to $4.25 by December. Wow, but the thing that this article fails to mention is why? Why, John? Because all the are illegal eggs from Mexico such so a bad thing. I don't know.
0: I, I have no idea. I don't know. You know, like I, I don't know, like the eggs carry bird because birds have a bunch of diseases. You know, right? So maybe they don't have the Isn't same that what sanitation level we do in
1: the United States or whatever. I, don't I mean, know. I mean, maybe like I had heard that part of this egg shortage was a bunch of chickens had to be wiped out because of bird flu bird or flu. something. Yeah. 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 Right. Bird and flu so, got them.
0: Is the they called it the COVID of the chicken. Chicken mm-hmm. COVID. But can you get, I made that up. That'd be pretty cool though, <laughs> if they did.
1: Can you get bird flu from eating a an I egg don't know. though? From I have, a, I have a, no a, idea. I'm not a, a bird with a runny nose.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a scientist. But like E. Coli is always an issue with eggs and chicken and stuff, right?
1: Maybe the problem is people like me who sometimes eat them over easy.
0: Maybe so. If everybody I like over easy, tiny.
1: Egg. If you just cooked your eggs yeah. properly, it wouldn't be a problem. I like to fry
0: mine hard personally, but I don't. I don't mind an over easy every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Soften it with a biscuit, love it. It's great.
1: We, I, I eat them scrambled. I, I sometimes eat them over easy. I guess I'll eat an egg just about anyway. Yeah. You can eat it.
0: Most often we scramble at the house just because I feel like you can add enough cheese and extra junk in there <laughs> to stretch it out for everybody to get a decent portion.
1: We're big fans of omelets here in this household.
0: Omelets are great. I you like just to do omelets.
1: Mix them up, pour them in there, and then you yeah. go with some jalapenos. If I'm getting fancy, some green onions. Shoot, yeah. And then top it off with some hot sauce, maybe some salsa. There you go. Pretty good.
0: It's great. It's cooking with Tiny. It
1: makes when me. We, it makes me really, really, really want some illegally smuggled eggs from Mexico <laughs> right now.
0: When uh, when we get video, once we get a hundred <laughs> patrons, you can do a cooking, cooking segment. Yeah, that might be kind of awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I show how to make my world famous George Foreman grill hot dogs for everyone.
1: <laughs> and shout out to the Border Patrol. Yeah. Who. Among all their duties of trying to keep out, you know, drugs right. and illegal immigrants and all kinds of bad stuff. Sure. Now you're trying to keep out eggs, eggs too.
0: Now you gotta look out for eggs. <laughs>
1: it's
0: a tough job. Tough job.
1: If you were gonna smuggle eggs over the border, how would you do it?
0: Up uh, my arse. <laughs> of course.
1: You think you could get a whole dozen? I get a half dozen. <laughs>
0: I <laughs> had to drive real carefully.
1: <laughs> Sitting on a pillow. Oh, that's right.
0: <laughs> you yeah, had to drive real careful. Well, let's talk about another threat from Homeland Security, before okay. Homeland Security. Mm-hmm. Super pigs from Canada could soon invade the U.S.
1: Okay. Super pigs.
0: Super pigs. All right. Super pigs from Canada sounds like a bad name.
1: <laughs> It'd be an excellent
0: one. It would. It'd be good. You, get on that, Jacqueline. <laughs> it didn't take long for 2023 to get weird. Canadian super pigs could, could soon invade the northern United States if they haven't already. This is from Straight Arrow News, by the way, so I'm sure it's legit.
1: I mean, they're straight.
0: They're straight as (laughs) an arrow. They wouldn't lie to you.
1: (laughs) You know what? This is news for
0: straight people by straight people. (laughs) 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 Feral hogs in the U.S. are nothing new, but these aren't your average uh, javelinas. The so-called Canadian super pig is a hybrid between a wild boar and a domesticated hog.
1: I thought that's what all the ones down here were, right? I, I was under the impression that basically wild boars and your just domesticated pigs were the same thing. Yeah, well, I heard it's just if a domesticated pig gets loose, he starts growing fur and tusk
0: yeah, and goes feral. I heard in three generations they're feral, once completely feral. Really? And they may year round. I mean, it don't take it doesn't take any time. Sorry, my I'm so
1: country. <laughs> I'm an idiot because th- I mean this sounds like some. That geo crazy scare right. statistic, but I was Hogs watching. A problem. I was about to say I was watching something on uh, Hogzilla. Remember him? Oh yeah, killed and, in Alabama, right? Yeah, they said yeah. they said something about on there that a domesticated pig can go feral in as little as six weeks.
0: Okay, so oh, well, you I would trust. I don't know. I would trust a Hogzilla <laughs> statement over what some old man told me <laughs> at the farm store in nineteen ninety four. Right, right. So. I'm going with six months.
1: Maybe it used to take, was it a generation, two generations? Yeah, something like that. But now it's us it got it down up. to six weeks. Well, they're super they, pigs. They're
0: super pigs. <laughs> uh let's see. In the eighties, wild boars were brought to Canada to be raised on farms or hunted in preserves. Why would you bring in wild boars to so like a wildlife preserve? <laughs> Do they not know? They tear up everything.
1: Well, I think at first glance, you're thinking, okay, well, those would be fun to hunt. They're like, I love ham. (laughs) (laughs) But then once you let them loose and they're running amok.
0: Yeah. And they're breeding all the time. Yes. Destroying everything. Yeah. Let's see. That wasn't about until 20 years ago when the market for the meat dropped out. uh, With no one to sell the meat to, some farmers released the hybrid hogs into the wild. Others escaped in high-fence game preserves to find freedom. Today, it's estimated wild boars roam about 620,000 acres of the Canadian prairie. Dr. Ryan Brooke leads the Canadian Wild Pig Research Project. Brooke and his team work to track the animals and to moder- monitor the impact on native plant and animal species. But it's not great. Uh, super pigs were bred to survive Canadian winters, so, they are hardy animals growing to more than 600 pounds. They eat goslings and ducklings by the mouthful. They uproot and destroy crops. They can even bring down full grown deer. This is wild.
1: They're super pigs. <laughs> Sounds like they'll be fun to hunt, though. You know? <laughs> yeah. um, what was it that kid in Old Yeller? He got mauled by a boar. Well, the dog did, right? Well, the kid did too and then the dog saved
0: him. Oh, that's right. You're and then right.
1: the dog got rabid. He got yeah, he got rabies yes. and had to put
0: him down. That's the saddest movie of all time.
1: <laughs> I thought it was a comedy.
0: <laughs> they showed that to us in like
1: second grade in elementary school. I watched it in elementary school. Yeah, it was yeah. like, "Hey, let's rip your heart out, kids." I think that's a good lesson for kids to get sometimes that
0: you have to kill a dog
1: uh Yes, and yes, and sometimes life is cruel. But do we have to do that in second grade, though? I mean, I would do it in first grade, but I think maybe <laughs> second grade, they're a little bit better adjusted. I forgot
0: you left Eli outside for six weeks after he was born to see if he would survive. <laughs> <laughs> Just set him out on the back porch. For like, don't touch him or talk to him, guys. His nickname
1: when he does get grown is gonna be Super Pig. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, Super Pigs are coming. This is a really long article uh, that's very informative about the pigs, but mm-hmm. uh big old pigs are coming. They're gonna kill everything, they're gonna destroy our environment. <laughs> Greta Thunberg, we need your help. <laughs> Greta Thunberg, partner with the Meat Eater Podcast people, yeah, and let's get on controlling these wild hawks.
1: Well, she can't. I mean, she's in in jail right now. I'm sure she's bailed out. Yeah, they got to yeah. her out.
0: Yeah, she got quote unquote arrested.
1: <laughs> what if, uh what if Oh, Andrew Tate <laughs> was her cellmate? <laughs> 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 And at first they hate each other, but then they start talking and they become best friends. It turns into a sitcom. (laughs) It's basically Tate Tate and Toonberg. It's the plot of Enemy Mine, but it's (laughs) Andrew Tate and Greta Toonberg. I like it. Yeah. That's pretty,
0: that would be a funny reality show. Mm Mm-hmm. They're both in jail. <laughs> they're helping each
1: other make shanks to stab a rival prison gang. <laughs> yeah. I like it. That would be good. All right, John. Well, if super pigs, they're pretty scary. They're scary. What do you say we lighten the mood a little bit and talk about echidnas? Okay. Echidnas, apparently, they blow snot bubbles and do belly flops to keep cool. Okay. Which is. I do that too. <laughs> some of y'all may think snot bubbles are gross. You're wrong. It's cute. It's It's super cute when an echidna is doing it. Sure. Uh, It's it's long been thought that echidnas are poor at dealing with the Australian heat, but researchers say that they have a secret weapon, including snot bubbles. (laughs) Echidnas rely on snot bubbles and belly flops to keep themselves cool in the soaring heat researchers have found. It's impressive that we're... Or uh, maybe impressive is the wrong word. It's interesting that we're paying researchers to, to look at this yeah. and study this. Sure.
0: Hopefully, that's Australia's paying researchers to do that. <laughs> well. <laughs> you know, I mean, I care about the Australians' wise use of taxpayer dollars as well. Right. Yeah, but it is kind of weird.
1: Well, the furry and spiky-pointed beaked critters don't perform the... Unusual behaviors animals rely on to avoid heat. Wait, let me read that again. The furry and spiky pointed beaked critter, critters don't perform the usual behaviors that animals rely on to avoid searing heat. Sweating, it at, sweating is out of the question because they don't have the right glands, Nor do they have nor do they pant or lick themselves, but they do have a secret weapon. It turns out they blow snot bubbles to cool a pool of blood at the top of their elongated beaks. Okay. They also perform belly flops on cool surfaces, allowing the escape of heat when their spineless tummies make contact with the patches of shady ground or hollowed out logs, and their legs also let heat escape. (laughs) Dr. Christine Cooper from Curtin University has used a thermal vision of wild echidnas taken southwest of Perth to unpack how they exchange heat with their environments. Quote, echidnas are not supposed to be very tolerant to high temperatures, and that's pretty unusual for a species that lives all over the Australian continent, she says. So we have suspected for a long time that that they're much more tolerant than what the earthly lab data suggests. And that raises the question, how do they deal with these higher temperatures when they don't pant or lick or sweat? Uh, They blow mucus bubbles out of their nose and they burst and wet the tip of their snout. Hmm. That means evaporation can cool the big pool of blood that's just under the skin at the the tip of their nose. When they looked at the temperature of their snouts, it was really quite cold. They can also use their bellies and their legs, which lack insulating spines to flop down or press against cool surfaces and shed away body heat that way. We can then calculate, or it says, uh, we calculate that they have to spend 10 minutes in the sun before they overheat, or they can spend an hour in the sun in different conditions and how that might change their foraging duration and that sort of thing. The research has been published in the journal Biology Letters. Okay. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. The main reason I picked this story was because I was unaware that an echidna was an actual animal.
0: Well, that's what I was going to say when you got to the end of it. I need you to explain to me <laughs> what an echidna is.
1: <laughs> an echidna is a basically like an Australian porcupine Okay, sort of like creature. Sure. I thought it was made up for Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Remember <laughs> Knuckles, he's an echidna.
0: I did not know that. Yeah, he I'm is. I'm not that deep into <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog lore.
1: I thought they just made that name up. Okay. Knuckles is an echidna, a made-up species of animal. But But no, they're real.
0: It's a real snot bubble blowing. Belly-flopping. Belly-flopping animal. Porcupine-like creature. Mammal. Yeah. It's a mammal.
1: Yeah. It's a monotreme. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, and they also uh, are the guardians of the Master (laughs) Emeralds.
0: I don't know a lot about Sonic the Hedgehog. (laughs) I didn't... Play it a lot. It was a Sega game, and I didn't have a Sega. You were a Nintendo kid. Yeah, I didn't have a Sega.
1: Yeah, I was a Nintendo kid, too, but uh, I always wanted to play Sonic. Yeah. And then 2010 rolled around, and there was high-powered emulators, and I got to go back (laughs) and play them all.
0: (laughs) Well, good for you, Tiny. We talked about this story on the podcast a while back, and we have an update. A Florida woman is pulled from a storm drain for the third time in two years. Man. This is from Delray Beach, Florida. A woman was pulled from the storm drain for the third time in just over two years on Wednesday. Delray Beach police say they responded to a call of someone possibly in distress while swimming in a canal near, near Lindell Boulevard.
1: It wasn't. Mike Lindell Boulevard. <laughs> wasn't it in Delray Beach last time too? Yes. It's the same lady. (laughs) Of course it's the same lady.
0: It's like the armless dude that we had that story come back around. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. When officers asked if the woman needed help, police say she ignored them and climbed into a storm drain pipe. This is from January 19th, 2023. I'm just checking it because that's about exactly what (laughs) happened in the other story. Uh, She refused to come out and began crawling farther into the pipe, officers said. Firefighters were able to contain the woman between two sections of pipe. Police said Delray beach fire rescue special operation team members used a ladder and rescue harnesses to get her out. Hmm. The woman identified as Lindsay Kennedy appears to have minor injuries and she was taken to the hospital for evaluation. Police said Kennedy was also rescued from a storm drain in, in March of 2021 Uh, And then, according to WPTV, Kennedy was reported missing by her boyfriend on March 21. Uh, Twenty days later, fire rescue crews found her stuck in a storm drain. Huh. The same lady. Kennedy told officials that she entered the drain system after swimming in a canal, but later got lost and wandered through the tunnels for weeks.
1: Just like last time.
0: Yep. Two months after that incident, the news station reported uh, that police in Texas said she was missing and she was later found in a storm drain in Grand Prairie, Texas. <laughs> this lady's drawn to storm drains. She is, she's a mole person.
1: If there's not a team of Ninja Turtles that she is <laughs> in contact with down there, <laughs> I'm gonna be sorely disappointed. What if that was her excuse? (laughs) Yeah, when they pulled her out, like, what are you doing? Like, I'm talking. I'm delivering pizza to Michelangelo (laughs) down there. (laughs) Yeah, I don't get it. What's down in the storm drains for? I, I don't know. I I saw this thing on YouTube one time. Now I think this was somewhere out west. I don't remember the exact name, but it was. People were living like underground in the sewers because they're so massive. Right. And
0: I've seen that before, too. Doing
1: drugs down there and stuff. Yeah,
0: hanging out, raping, all that good stuff.
1: (laughs) But this is Florida.
0: Yeah. I didn't know they had. It sounds like she's just going down there for fun, just to explore. (laughs) You know, it gets lost, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Seems pretty wild. Be Mm -hmm. tough if that was like your girlfriend or something. You got to keep up with her all the time. (laughs) Gonna-
1: <laughs> at least you know where to go look.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, Lindsay's down in the storm drains again. I'll be back after a while, y'all.
1: Where's the flashlight? You know, I'm going to head down there. I tried to call you. Where were you at Saturday? <laughs> well, I, I couldn't get a signal down in the sewers. <laughs> I always looking for Lindsay again. <laughs> you know how she is. <laughs> Open up your Find My Phone app. Where is she at? Well, if she's under... Two foot of concrete, we're Can't, not going to be able to see get, it. We thought of that back in the beginning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we hollered. We put on her favorite Tom Petty album.
1: <laughs> that hadn't drawn her out. All right. Well, this is going to be my last story here. And this comes from ABC News. A uh, headline here is The lights have been on at a Massachusetts school for over a year because no one can turn them off. <laughs> Okay. As a dad, I am already furious. Mad. <laughs> My eye is twitching <laughs> as I read this. This comes from Wilbram, Massachusetts. For nearly a year and a half. Oh, look at that. Wow. And a half. And a half. That's, that's more than a year. Yeah, that's right. A Massachusetts high school has been lit up around the clock because the district can't turn off the roughly 7,000 lights in the sprawling building 7000 lights the lighting system was installed at Minichong Regional High School when it was built over a decade ago and was intended to get this save money and sure. energy right how 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 many things does the government do <laughs> to save money and energy And a in lot. the process
0: End up wasted money, <laughs> yes, a lot, yeah. I've, I've I've been keeping tabs on it. It's a lot,
1: but ever since the software that runs it failed on August twenty fourth, two thousand twenty one, the lights in the Springfield suburbs school has have been on continuously, costing taxpayers a small fortune. We are very much aware of this. We are very much aware this is costing taxpayers a significant amount of money. Aaron Osborne, the assistant superintendent of the finance at the Hamden Wilbram Regional School District, told NBC News, and we have been doing everything we can to get this problem solved. Hey, why not throw off like the have the power company come turn off the transformer? Right. Or
0: just unscrew the light bulb, you know? Every at, teacher at is responsible the day, at the end of the day. You ought to just pop those light bulbs down. That's all head
1: on. Like yeah. you, I mean, I don't know. If they get the fluorescent lights in the ceiling, that's gonna be tough. Look, what are we what are our tax dollars going for if not to make <laughs> teachers get on ladders and
0: remove dozens of fluorescent bulbs?
1: <laughs> well, they, they make, get the summers off. Just make right? the kids do it. Sure. Yeah, they love jobs. <laughs> they love to help. Yeah. Osborne said that it's difficult to say how much money it's costing. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not difficult. I think you
0: look at the power bill before and your then phone, look at it now.
1: Your phone has a calculator app <laughs> on it right now, Mr. Osborne. Yeah, it's not, not difficult. difficult. Right. Tell us. Sure. Uh, because the pandemic – oh, we're blaming the pandemic again. Man, we got to get <laughs> off of that excuse. <laughs> and in its aftermath, energy costs have fluctuated wildly. I would say the net impact is in the thousands of dollars per month on average, but not tens of thousands of dollars. Oh, sure. Osborne tail. that makes me feel better. Surely not. <laughs> just take my word for it, guys. Only thousands. That, in part, is because the high school uses highly efficient fluorescent and LED bulbs, he oh, said.
0: yeah, there you go. Oh,
1: well, just, just leave them on all the time. Sure,
0: why not?
1: And so when, cheap. <laughs> And when possible, teachers have manually removed bulbs from fixtures in classrooms, Oh, there you go, Joey. There you go. While this staffers, will show some initiative, I like that. While staffers have shut off breakers not connected to the main system to douse some of the exterior lights. Well, yeah. So, I, I thought about that too. Just hit the yeah. breakers. Still, having the lights on at Mini Chaw all the time is a conspicuous waste of taxpayer money. Wilbram's town select men said in an August 8th, 2022 letter to the members of the hamden Wilbram Regional School District. The image it projects is one of profligacy. What's that word? P-R-O-F-L-I-G-A-C-Y.
0: I've never heard of that word. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
1: Profligacy? Use it in a sentence. (laughs) It's a country of origin. (laughs) Let me Google this real quick.
0: Out of all the stuff we mispronounce, we come across a word and <laughs> we both want to know how to say it. That
1: sounds like something I might use later. <laughs> sure. It's a noun. The character or condition of being <laughs> profligate. <laughs> that doesn't help. Uh synonyms, shamelessness. Okay. Okay. Well, let's just replace that with shamelessness. You can
0: use that in like a Sunday school easy. Yeah. You can drop that word in the middle of a Sunday school discussion <laughs> real easy.
1: Sound real smart. Yeah, just at least walk in away the, from it. At least in the Southeast. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> they probably use that word all the time in Massachusetts. <laughs> The image it projects is one of shamelessness in a time <laughs> yeah. when many families in the communities the district serves are struggling with their own energy costs, and right. wrote. But there's hope on the horizon that the lights at Minichaw will soon be dimmed. Paul Mulstone, president of the Ref- Reflex Lighting Group, Said the parts they need to replace the system at the school have finally arrived from the factory in China. Okay. (laughs) And they expect to do the installation over the February break. They get a February break now? Maybe up there they do.
0: Uh, It's probably so daggone cold and icy and everything. There's like, let's just take a week off in
1: February, guys. Uh, and uh, and yes, there will be a remote override switch so that this won't happen again, said... Until it tears off. <laughs> said Mustone, whose company has been in business for more than 40 years. Minichaw is the only high school in its district that serves 1,200 students from the towns Wilbram and Hamden. The original high school building, which dates back to 1959, was replaced with the current 248,000 square foot structure in 2012. One of the cost-saving measures the school board insisted on was a green lighting system run on software installed by a company called Fifth Light to control the lights in the building. The system was designed to save energy and thus save money by automatically adjusting the lights as needed. All right. But when one part from China goes out. Yeah.
0: You're screwed. You're in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs>
1: You're just burning yeah. electricity nonstop.
0: That's how they get you. The Chakoff's. offs. <laughs> Well, I mean, great. I mean, I'm glad we're we're getting this uh, this issue resolved. Yeah, I don't know why we couldn't have figured out a solution somewhere along the way, like get an electrician in there to just <laughs> rewire something or something.
1: I mean, at this point, could you not? Got someone to fabricate this part that you need? Yeah, right. Does, does it
0: have to come from China? We have a 3D printer. Yeah. You know, and a smart high school kid <laughs> that can do AutoCAD or whatever you need to do all that. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. I will say, speaking of schools, Thomas this week got caught. They had a school-wide assembly at County High. There were 1,600 and something kids at County High. Mm-hmm and they called down all the perfect attendance kids, and Thomas Long got a perfect attendance certificate. There were 38 kids out of 1,600 that had perfect attendance.
1: I I never had perfect attendance. Thomas has never,
0: ever had perfect attendance. He's always gotten sick. We Deidre lets the kids lay out of school all the time.
1: My mom (laughs) never let me lay out of school, ever. It was different. Like My mom, she would kind of let me lay out, too, but my dad – no, Yeah, you were going to school unless your leg is chopped off from your body right. and we have to get it reattached. You're going to school.
0: I will, And I know mom's listening. I'll remind her of the time I passed out in the shower <laughs> and she came and got me out and told me to dry off and see how I felt after I got dressed <laughs> to go to school. I had the flu. I was out of school for like four days, five days or something. Yeah, she's just like, oh, you just passed
1: out and go on and get tried off and get dressed. <laughs> See how you feel. I bet those four days you were out of school, she was just mad. Just the whole Fuming. Time.
0: <laughs> Yeah. So, anyway, so Thomas got perfect attendance by some wild thing. And then they had some lady speak about the importance of attending school, and he said it was horrible. <laughs> And they gave him a
1: balloon. He was like, I had to tote around a balloon all day. At work, there was this guy who he was given some kind of award for. It was something like he had perfect attendance, but it was like for 35 years of employment. Wow. And we were all like (laughs) (laughs) nerds.
0: But I don't know. Like, I was discussing this the other day. I don't have any hobbies. So a couple of weeks ago, I was a little sick. And I stayed home from work mm-hmm. the next day. Like, I got home, I had a little low fever. You know, I was like, look, I'm just not going to come in in the morning, see how I reassess if I need to go to the doctor, or whatever. Well, by lunchtime, I felt pretty decent and I was bored out of my mind. I was like, what do people do with free time?
1: Minecraft. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I don't know what people do with free time. There's nothing on TV but like
1: you're right judge shows and lawyer commercials (laughs) crazy oh that's what that's what instant streaming is for
0: speaking of streaming Deidre uh got last night was like hey let's watch this uh that 90s show on Netflix Mm -hmm. have you seen it
1: I have not watched the show but I'm aware that it exists
0: I don't think it's that great but Deidre loves it so I have to like you know, do like the, ha, 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 every once in a while <laughs> watching it. Courtesy laugh. Yeah. It's just like a, ha, huh, ha, huh, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, wow, yeah. I remember Ricky Lake, you know, or whatever. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. 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 But she loves it, so we got to watch it all. Hmm. Um, anyways, I wasn't impressed with it. Maybe it'll get better. I don't know. Dude, I was watching this
1: show on Netflix called Don't Answer the Phone. Are you familiar oh, with this? No. This is one of those true crime documentaries. Oh, okay. About you know a- I'm down with some true crime. Well, get this, and maybe we'll talk about it more in the patron show, but this is a guy who for uh, like over a decade, he would call fast food restaurants. Oh, yeah, and talk them into and, doing like, talk stuff? them into strip searching yes, their right. employees. Okay, yeah, I've I've heard about that. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, and people were dumb enough to believe it. Sure.
0: Have you watched the uh Kai the Hitchhiker thing? I did, thing? yes. We watched that the other night, too. <laughs> the craziest thing about it all is Deidre had no knowledge of that dude before. Ever? Yeah. Like she
1: wasn't familiar with she the viral clip.
0: missed it all on the internet. It was yeah. like, I was like, oh, dude, they got a show about Kai. She was like, who? I was like, just watch the beginning. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure it'll have a clip in the beginning. You'll remember it. And it's just like, I've never seen this before.
1: Our buddy, Kevin, who does... The, yeah, the, where's the line? Where's the line show? He did a show on Kyle right. hitchhiker before the Netflix yeah. documentary. Kyle's so. just
0: an evil hippie. That's all he
1: was. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Eve, we're all evil, right? <laughs> well, but he was like, uh, you know, people
0: think of hippies as, uh, Peace and love and all that. And there's a lot of them that are. Mm -hmm. But then there's the other element of we're absolutely nuts. But then sometimes
1: they'll sneak up behind you with a hatchet and some ass. Yes,
0: (laughs) right. Like Charles Manson was an evil hippie. There are evil hippies you got to keep your eye out for. Yeah. Yeah. Twelve tribes, all that good stuff. There are evil hippies out there. Hmm. Keep your guard up against them. They'll lure you in by being cool. And And they say you know, you're murdering Sharon Tate.
1: And and when a hippie hitchhiker
0: offers you a joint, maybe pass. Yeah, right. Decline. (laughs) (laughs) That's smart advice. Well, anyways, let's talk about some more evilness. A thief steals St. Michael's statue from a church, trips, and is injured by the angel's sword. Ooh, he's reaping what he sows. That's right. (laughs) A drunken thief. This is from um, what is it? catholicnewsagency.com, One of my most frequented websites. Mm-hmm. Um, a drunken thief was injured after falling on the sword of oh, a. S- oh, hold on, yeah. real
1: quick. I was gonna say news for the religious, but it's pH balanced for Catholics?
0: <laughs> that
1: sounded funnier in my head. Sorry. <laughs> I was. I think
0: it's hilarious. The Catholic News Agency wrote an article dabbing on a dude who <laughs> got stabbed with their statue. I think that's great. I
1: was about to say, how could you not? Man? Absolutely. If Alabama
0: Baptist <laughs> didn't do this, when somebody, you know, some thief choked on a chicken bone at a potluck or something? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anyways, uh, a drunken thief was injured after falling on the sword of the statue of St. Michael the Archangel, Uh, that he was trying to steal from a church in Monterey, Mexico. Local media reported that during the early hours of January 14th, Carlos Alonso, 32, allegedly went to the Christ the King Parish in downtown Monterey to rob the church. In the darkness, Alonso reportedly jumped over the fence in front of the church entrance, broke a glass door, and entered the church. While trying to flee with a statue of St. Michael the Archangel. Archangel, the alleged thief tripped and fell on the angel's sword, seriously injuring his neck. Some passes
1: <laughs> His neck?
0: Yeah, got him in the jugular.
1: <laughs> You're messing with... <laughs> the archangel Michael? I was about to say, he's an archangel, <laughs> not just an angel. Yeah. No, he's a big dog. <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: Uh, some passerby saw the wounded man at the church doors and called for medical help. Uh, civil pro... Civil protection personnel arrived at the scene, cut the padlock on the main gate of the fence, and saved the would-be thief's life. After stabilizing the injured man, the rescuers took him to a clinic to be treated and to get more information about the damage that may have been caused. It's expected that once he is recovered, the suspect will be turned over to the public prosecutor's office, and the punishment he could face for the damages uh, to the church will be determined. The statue of St. Michael, the archangel, was unharmed. Hmm. Said the clean little blood off his sword. I'd probably leave it on there, you know,
1: <laughs> Yeah, for, a every, for generations that's that's a to see.
0: Yeah, it's a great story to tell.
1: I want this dude to get the stigmata now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what if this is like his low point where he turns to Christ, mm-hmm. you know? It took getting stabbed by St. Michael. I would be
1: tempted to if this was me when I'm in the hospital and they ask me what happened to like be like well I was stabbed in the neck and then I saw all this crazy stuff <laughs> yes, and I was right. suddenly in a realm of pure light and there was fiery creatures you all get- around me <laughs> You could sell a
0: million books to Southern Baptists for that. This dude would be instant rich. He would get like a Kirk Cameron, maybe
1: <laughs> Kevin Sorbo movie out yeah. of it. Heck, yeah. I mean. On Pure flicks. Sure.
0: <laughs> if he knew what he was doing, I'd like to send him a letter right now. Yeah. which all those and things, I've only watched a few of them of like the, you know, my Kid drowned and went to heaven and came back and described Paul Paul he never met or whatever Mm -hmm. things. They're all very weird to me. It's interesting. Yeah.
1: I I don't think you can take them as, you know, pardon the pun here, as gospel. Sure. Because sometimes people die and see all kinds of weird, you know, weird stuff. It's not always coming from a Christian worldview, but -hmm. it is interesting. Yeah. I would say
0: interesting would be the category I would put it in.
1: Mm -hmm. Also, Seemed like I read somewhere that doctors have figured out how to recreate the near death experience too. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. I mean, using drugs. I mean, say LSD. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. been through a few of those.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's not near death? Cage and Curl. Bayou Blended Spice. That's right. We want to thank them for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com You can order the spice right there, right where. That's CajunCurl.com Created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana it's a seasoning that goes on everything If you like cooking or eating this is a spice for you Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes and anything else you can think of putting it on Look, if you don't throw it on your omelette, you're missing out. I'm telling (laughs) you, it's good.
1: That's $4 spent for nothing. Sure, right. (laughs)
0: Uh, On the website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice, and you can also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally it's available at bowels fresh market on skyland boulevard south finest meats marks martin downtown northport and piggly wiggly on lurleen wallace and piggly wiggly down in taylorville and you might check in another piggly wiggly and find it i'm it's probably there too probably um, all their products are made in the usa so not only do you enjoy the taste of cajun curl but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal it's all natural, low salt, has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl value blended spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount.
1: Because we ask that you use a spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. All right, John, what do you say we go to the phones? Let's do it. We don't have any voicemails. Oh, man. But we do have a couple of texts. Okay. Portland Pat. He wrote in and said that his doctor recently told him that he was going deaf and that that was really hard to hear. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and then uh, Jane, she texts us. She says, hey, guys, Jane here. Y'all know that article about the couple cheating on each other with each other is totally the story from the Pina Colada song. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I did, I kept thinking y'all would mention that, and I was shocked that you didn't. Of course, this song was pre-internet, but same difference. Love y'all, and then she's got a link to the song. I never put two and yeah. two together. No, no, no.
0: She said it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. How we it's dropped shame the ball on us. there? Yeah, oh, man, we dropped the ball. <laughs> that's the standard we set at this podcast.
1: Now, is that that's the Do you like peanut? Yeah, that
0: song. Yeah, who is
1: that? Peaches and Herb. I uh, maybe.
0: Let me let me Google it <laughs> real quick.
1: I remember that song mostly as the song that Norm MacDonald put on to play during the bar fight.
0: Rupert Holmes. Okay. All right. Uh, Yes, you're right.
1: (laughs) Dirty Work. Yeah, Dirty Work. That was the name of that. that
0: Cinema classic, Dirty Work.
1: It was pretty funny. Yeah.
0: Great movie.
1: I miss Norm MacDonald. Probably more than any other comedian. You think so? Yeah.
0: Okay. I don't know that I miss any comedian. I don't know.
1: maybe a lot of the comedians that we've grown up with haven't passed on yet. But if you were to ask our parents, they would be, you know, George Burns or whoever. Yeah, they would miss them.
0: Maybe I don't know. I don't. I'm not. I've never felt bad when a celebrity dies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that I, sounds more callous than what I mean for it too. I've never felt bad either until more McDonald kicked yeah. the bucket. When, but it was mostly out of selfishness. It was like, well, daggum, gum. Now I'm not going to get to hear any more jokes from him anymore.
0: Well, but for about 45 seconds, when James Brown died, I found that out. It hurt. I was like, Oh, that hurt me a little bit. And I was back to normal. When Jerry Garcia died about the same thing. And every other one, I've been like, i oh, mean, that sucks. Prince was cool. You know, mm-hmm. uh, that sucks. Rupert Holmes is cool. I don't even know if he's alive or dead, but
1: I felt really, really, really bad when it found out it was true. That Bill Cosby had been raping all those women.
0: <laughs> but also, once again, to anybody that's posting the Will Smith has died in our <laughs> Facebook group, can we stop that? Can we cut it out? We all know he's not dead. <laughs> that's not cool. It was Bruce Willis for a while. Yeah. That hit us with a bunch of Bruce Willis's died
1: what is the point of I like trying to get everybody believing that so-and-so is dead? I, I
0: imagine if you click the link it you know, takes you somewhere to enter your <laughs> social security, you know, some like old lady who loves Will Smith. <laughs> because, because you're sorry, Mills, Will
1: Smith is dead. You sure. got to put your social security number. All people get tricked all the time. They do get tricked. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. <laughs> I think the, one of my favorites was that story we talked about on this show about a lady that thought she was chatting up with her. <laughs> yes, right. And sending him millions of dollars so he could escape from. Yeah. Uh, well, Scientology. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> trapped in Scientology. Which I don't think he even is into that Scientology.
0: I don't know. I know he's into young like (laughs) 20 year old ladies
1: You might say he's up to his waist.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean he's weird a little bit but (laughs) you know whatever. Let's see if we got any
1: questions. And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. I was like, like he's my age
0: you know. I was like, he should have to go to bed with, like, a woman in an old work t-shirt.
1: You know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he should experience the joy that can induce. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, we got a couple questions this week. We don't have many, but if y'all have questions, y'all can head on over to our Discord server, link in the show notes, and go to the sub-channel. I think I just put questions, questions, questions on it. <laughs> We're just asking questions. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> First question comes from Chris. Why is baseball the only sport where the coaches wear the same uniform as the players?
0: I don't know. Tradition, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But it is kind of strange. Yeah. Yeah. But also, it would be kind of cool if Nick Saban had on shoulder pads and <laughs> <in> that <helmet. laughs> That might be the one that's most needed here because you could get hit. Like, you're standing yeah. on the field of play pretty much. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that would be
1: funny to see with shoulder pads. But yeah, I don't know why they do that. But I guess it's a tradition. Or what if tradition. they changed it and like the the coach started wearing like a suit and tie? Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, and baseball? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't hate that.
1: <laughs> what about like uh, karate competitions? <laughs> like what, if, what if what if your your coach he didn't wear the karate gi? <laughs> But he was in a suit and tie.
0: I don't know, man, but the karate guys have figured it out. They should wear their PJs all day long, slap some kids around. It's awesome. i will change uniforms like once or twice a year. So uh-huh. everybody's gotta pay you for new uniforms. <laughs> charge them to test for belts, then charge them for the belt. You gotta charge them for everything.
1: I bet it's so brilliant. I
0: bet Cobra Kai was really good for karate. Sure. Oh yeah. That's where Mister Bailey made his fortune, you know. <laughs> it was from Cobra Kai, off the back of Karate yeah. Kid. You know it, and like blood sport and all that. There was a Karate Explosion there yeah. in the late eighties, early nineties. Uh-huh. It was huge. American Ninja in Paris. they were all kind of crazy ones.
1: What is something that me and you know that we could teach to gullible little kids and get their parents to pay us hundred dollars a week? Podcasts. Well, <laughs> <laughs>
0: We just have kids doing it for us every week.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, we got
1: we got to catch the next trend. Yeah, what we did.
0: Be? We need to get a, on the ahead of all of that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Travel podcast, <laughs> dodgeball, dodgeball. That might be it. We we ran a pretty mean dodgeball when we worked together in Iwanis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that's we got right. experience. <laughs>
0: There's all kind of, you know, special Awanis games. I don't know if you're aware of it. Mm-hmm. Mike gave me this big, huge book with it. Oh,
1: I was not aware of that.
0: Oh, yeah, that's what that whole floor is painted for. Oh, There's dude. all kind of games that go with it.
1: Because that makes me so ill because I was expected to just come up with something. That well. And you're telling me there was a binder somewhere. Tiny, it was like reading hieroglyphics. <laughs> I couldn't figure
0: it out. Deidre, who's smarter than me, couldn't yeah. figure it out. And so I was just like,
1: I guess we're gonna play dodgeball every week or <laughs> kickball or tag or whatever. You know what the kids really like? We have these little, what do you even call them? They're not scooters. It's like think of like a oh, plastic yeah. plank with four wheels. Furniture on. wheels yeah, on the like bottom a furniture of them. Mover. <laughs> yeah. A furniture mover for kids to slide around yeah, them. But they then they got these little hooks that they you can link them up. Yeah. I would uh, I would link a bunch of them together, and all the kids would sit on it together, and then I would give them like the tug of war rope, That's right. and just tow them around Toed the gym. Them around the gym, they loved it. It was great. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, I don't know how we got on that. <laughs> Next question comes from In Walter. Why is baseball the only team sport that sucks when everyone else is cheating? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't I don't hate cheating in any form. Right. uh, I don't. I
1: think her question is why is why does baseball still suck when everyone's roided up?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't think baseball sucks. Mm -hmm. I don't get to watch near as much as I would love to uh, over the years because Deidre does not like baseball. Right. Like that was her one thing. She's like, I'm not going to sit through a three hour (laughs) baseball game on a Tuesday night to watch the Braves and the Marlins play. You know. (laughs)
1: I am not a huge baseball fan, either. Yeah. like I can watch it if I'm at the park. That's a different experience, yeah, that, oh, yes, definitely, yeah, but I and this is just my personal opinion. I think the problem with baseball is that it seems kind of slow. well, the biggest problem is base baseball
0: are baseball nerds <laughs> that doesn't help they they take out anything that's fun that ever happens in the game, mm-hmm. you know. Like they're finally like a player will flip his bat when he hits a home run. You know, for years, everybody's like, oh my goodness, how can you do? You know, it's like culturally shamed. And for a dude being happy that he jacked a dinger. You right. Know? They just take out everything that's fun about baseball. But and they introduce math. <laughs> they have, uh, they've started, I think, in the minor leagues with a pitch clock mm-hmm. in uh, hopes to spe- speed the game up. So. I think if that goes well, it'll get rolled out in other places, and mm-hmm. that'll be good because it is a long, which is part of the charm of being there in person.
1: For people who love baseball, they probably see that as just this. and It's a game of anticipation. Like yeah. you're just on the edge of your seat. Ooh, what's that pitcher going to throw? Right. Is he going to throw another fastball or is he going to throw a curveball? Sure. But me, part of the reason of – of uh well, the main reason I like football is because I was born and raised in Tuscaloosa. and We have an awesome football team. Right. But basketball is a lot of fun to watch, and it's because something is constantly happening. Yeah,
0: most opportunity to cheer in yeah. basketball. Yeah. One way or the other. Yeah. And baseball just – they could make it a lot fun, a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. Like I I saw uh, – I don't remember, Maybe it was Mark Cuban talking. It was like you should – every major league team should have their batting practice live streamed on the internet where people could live bet on like how many <laughs> how many home runs in a row Aaron Judge is going to hit. And you don't even have to live bet with actual cash, mm-hmm. you know. It could be credit to your company store, you know, to the merchandise store or just whatever a point system to see who wins and make it like a game. Right. Then you start getting younger kids to look at all that. Of course, you're teaching them to gamble, which is essential to enjoying sports for <laughs> most people or some people. So, you know, I, there's a lot of things baseball can do to be cooler. They just refuse to do it because mm-hmm. all the old people, they all, they suck. Uh, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't want to disparage these people because they love probably baseball more than me, but it's ridiculous to me. We're keeping all the people with steroids out of the. Hall of Fame when they were playing against everybody's on
1: steroids, too. <laughs> like
0: they're all just on steroids. We Sorry, need, these dudes got caught,
1: but everybody was doing it. We need two leagues. We need one oh, league yeah. that's straight and then one league that's just anything goes. I'll tell you which one would win <laughs> in the ratings. Well, here's the deal. Eventually the straight, like non-cheating league is gonna die off. Sure. Because we want to see those roided out beasts out there just smashing baseball. No, like baseball can be fun. And I, I think
0: to me, when people play quote unquote small ball, you mm-hmm. know, like we're, we have stealing bases, we're, you know, bunting runners over, all that good stuff. That's all fun and exciting. It got taken away with steroids because everybody's like, I can just jack, you know, 50 homers <laughs> a year and get the same run production. So the game is slowly, uh, I guess, evolving back into small ball in some ways. But Mm -hmm. so, like Ricky Henderson stole how many ever bases he stole? Nobody ever do that again. Right. Anyways, Hmm. that's talking baseball with John and Tiny. I'm sure people are like, Two Nicole. experts. Nicole's like, n- baseball is a boring sport. And then you and I talk about it for five minutes. <laughs> He's
1: like, sorry, I asked. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> She's fast forward, fast forward. Well, John, as this free show draws to a close, we want to thank our patrons. We thank each and every one of you as soon as
0: <laughs> they love this up. page
1: loads. <laughs> For those who donate at the ten or above tier, we would like to thank them personally by name: Mr. Daniel Heatrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. Hank Hernandez, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B, Mr. Josh Dodd, Mr. Shane White, Ms. Sharon Craig, Shiny Disco Balls, the driver Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and Mr. Mike Wilcox, aka Mick Will. We thank all of you so much. Seriously, guys. I cannot believe I'm utterly befuddled at the support (laughs) you guys give us.
0: Yes. If Uh, you would like...
1: It it blows me away, too. <laughs> if you would like to become a patron, you can head on over to patreon.com slash earthoddity. We have several tiers, but the $5 tier gets you Earth Oddity Extended, which is like a whole episode after this episode. It's a little more freeform, a little bit more just me and John just uh, cutting up and saying things that we wouldn't say around our wives.
0: Yeah, just goofing
1: off. Yeah, just goofing. Five bucks a month. Yeah. That's all it costs. Speaking of extended shows, what do we have coming up in the extension today?
0: We're going to do a deep dive on my new favorite person, George Santos.
1: All right. Yes. (laughs) And I am going to talk about Buzz Aldrin. Yeah. He got married recently. Good. Yeah.
0: He's old.
1: (laughs) His his wife said that he was out of this world.
0: (laughs) She was over the moon about it. (laughs) You got anything else? No, that's it.
1: You have been listening to Earth Oddity podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us. No matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, we're on them all. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore Earth Oddity on Twitter. If you would like to check out our show art, that is underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. That's right. Or you can check us out on our brand spanking new home on the web. That That's is www.earthoddity.net
0: Don't think you gotta say the www anymore
1: Well, (laughs) earthoddity.net Stop by, say hi, buy some merch If you would like to send us an email we are planetmail.net. We got a discord server link in the show notes and we have a phone number that you can call or text What's that phone
0: number? 662-493-2059 662-493-2059
1: We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network, signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. Okay, patrons, here we are. We're back. We're back. And we're all up in your face we're... with podcasts that you embrace. Okay. Did you make that up? <laughs> no, that's DC Talk. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry,
0: Tiny Mac. <laughs> uh, DC Talk.